All right, the Car Chronicles, episode one. Currently, am working on a project straight out the car. I know. Recently decided to quit my job. Things were just very, very grim, gloomy. No real room for growth. And in life, you really want to have growth. That's what life is really about. Keep growing towards this idea of God, so to speak. Because God is the ultimate however you look at the creator, your mama, your daddy, Allah, but we're going to fast forward through all that. Because this is the Car Chronicles. I'm not here to preach, here to teach. Um, Excuse me, that's the vegetable I'm eating. Right into it. It's the car chronicles because I'm actually living in the car. And I chose that. I didn't have to. And I still don't have to. But it's a choice that I am making. Some people don't understand the choice. Some people do. For me, I always have hope and faith in myself. In myself. Because if I have hope and faith in somebody else, that might not work. I I can count on me. I know that there are certain triggers... And points and lines that I'm going to get to where I was just like, All right, I didn't have enough. Fuck it. And some, some of y'all listening then got to those points of just, you know, when in the back of your mind, you might not be there, but you know your breaking point. Me living in the car. Guess what I'm doing? I'm pushing myself to that breaking point. I need to be right at the breaking point and cross it, taste it, sit on it, take a picture with it. Because that's when adaptation takes place. You start going, shit. What have I been doing besides going to work? What have I been doing besides spinning the wheels for some temporary thrills? And that's how it was for me. Now, don't get me wrong. Having a job can have some benefits. Obviously, one is money. But the downside, the downside is time because the job never pays you to just do one thing. They want your time. They pay you by the hour. 
Some jobs pay based on other things, commission, but do you really want to do that? Most people don't. Most people want a guaranteed salary. And in that, you get to a job. Because if you're going to be an entrepreneur, which is what I'm working towards, which is what most people who are going to probably be listening to this is working towards, we're working towards being entrepreneurs. That means putting up your own money. That's the hard part right there to go ahead and start it. You know, you want to be an entrepreneur, you got this great idea, this great concept, this great invention, but you don't have the money to create it. You don't, and the money is just the the energy to manifest it into physical reality from your consciousness, which is your mind. So you go, wow, I got this great thought. I done pulled out the universe's ass into my consciousness. But I'm just one person with a little bit of energy, you know? What can I do to accelerate the process and make this shit come true? Just do it. That's all. You just do it. Like Nike say, just do it. It don't got to be perfect. Just like this, the Car Chronicles. I waited about, let me see, uh, five, no, about eight years. Eight years of just waiting. For the right time, so to speak. What is the right time? How can... Um, and, and this is like the, the craziness of it. How can it be the right time when time don't exist? On the flip side, there is a such thing as having good timing. There is a such thing as having good timing. Um, I'll do some more explaining on that in other episodes. But for this first intro episode of the Car Chronicles, you can also email me at Mike Fleming, the scientist, at gmail.com. If you would like for me to speak on anything. Now, I'm going to speak on a few things before this first intro episode is wrapped up to kind of give you a summary of what kind of value uh, I plan on sharing on this podcast right here. Okay, so the Car Chronicles is me, Mike Fleming, the scientist, coming to you live out of my car. You can come into the car with me and talk with me in the car. Why would you want to do that? Here's why. I have a very, 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 very high tolerance for pain. I am here in the car. As a demonstration of that. Now, what is pain? 
pain is the greeter right before you get to success. Right before. If you think about any type of champion, championship, you expect it to be a fight. And you expect that champion to have some bruises, some scars. But that's what make a champion. I have the scars. Not just from being in the car, because the cars just represent pain mentally. For me, for others, it's other things. Job not paying you enough. Boyfriend not treating you right. Girlfriend not treating you right. Family not believing in you. Religion not making no sense. Politics not making sense. Your health is bad. All of these things going on, and guess what you got to do? Go to work. Man. Wow. I ain't even touch on kids. I don't have any kids, but um, I didn't even mention that. Now you got to go to work. What? Okay. So the Car Chronicles will be me revealing how to get out of your job successfully. How to get out of your job successfully. People might say, man, you're living in your car. You're not successful. How are you going to tell me how to be successful? Well, you didn't even ask me what was my idea of success. And here it is. Success is being happy in what you're doing. I'm happy being in the car because I know that it's temporary. It's temporary on so many levels that it's not even funny. It hasn't come to stay. It's come to pass. And life is ups and downs. Round and round. This we know. Some days you feel good. Some days you feel bad. Some days your hair look great. Some days your skin glowing. Some days your stomach is flat. Whatever the case is. Things are temporary. So when things are bad, things are real, real bad, they're going to get better. And they're going to get much better if you invest in yourself. I invested in myself, so the car really doesn't matter. I'm investing in myself. I'm not investing in flat screen TV. I'm not investing in the new Jordans. I'm not investing in Versace. I'm not investing in any of those types of things that are, as soon as I buy them, liabilities not assets. They just took my money. Asset means bring something in. The car chronicles. The car brings money in for me. The car is a asset. At the same time, it's a liability. You want as many assets as you can possibly have and then magnify them. Okay, For instance, 
the car chronicles living in the car what would be the best way you could turn your car from a liability to an asset you could deliver pizzas for pizza hat if that's what you wanted to do you could deliver pizzas for pizza hat living in your car somebody might say hey why don't you do that Uh, I'm investing in myself once again I'm not investing in Pizza Hut. That's Pizza Hut. Whatever Pizza Hut doing, I got no problems with it. From a business perspective, what they doing is wrong because you know. But um, yeah, when you poison the communities and little kids, there is something wrong with that. Uh, but you know, this is just the first episode of the Car Chronicles. There's much more to come. There's health, wealth, stealth. Um, I'm going to be talking to a lot of different types of people. Um, There'll also be a YouTube channel. Now, the ultimate, ultimate, ultimate ending of this first episode is this. As I said, I can tolerate a lot of pain. Pain is an emotion. Emotion brings awareness. If you get mad and then you realize why you're mad, you can stop that thing from happening that made you mad. Creating your future, the more aware you are, the more you can manifest in the future which becomes the present because you are aware of the emotion that changed to awareness that's the energy which is actual physical movement of you and those around you. There's nobody that is speaking through me. There is nothing that is speaking through me besides my higher self, higher consciousness. That has been acquired through various amounts of tremendous pain. Tremendous, tremendous, tremendous pain. Uh, And I'm still here. Just like you listening. You're still here. We're still here through all the tremendous pain. And we had a breaking point where we got to decide how bad do you want it? Whatever it is you want, and whatever it is you want, how when you how do you know when you have it? Like think about that. Whatever it is you want, how will you know that you have obtained it? Zero in. What is that? What is that? That ah, where you just like I got it. I have obtained it. This is what I wanted all along. Everything has just... mm, Like not no downgrading myself, being hard on myself. You can't do that. Ah, man, you're crippling yourself. You are crippling yourself. No, no, no. We're not going to do that in the car. We're not going to do that in the car. What we are going to do in the car is we're going to go to higher consciousness 
and raise the frequency on a daily basis. That's right, every day. This is just the intro. And like I said, the ultimate goal for me, Mike Fleming, the scientist, is this. Something spoke to me and revealed something that will forever. Hold on, something in the car with me, some type of bug that has obviously locked in on my leg and wants to bite it, but I keep moving, so I want to kill it. But, you know, maybe I should just let him out, right? Just, oh, yeah. Just let it out. That's the Car Chronicles for you live. Live in that wreck, I guess. Um, The stream of consciousness I received revealed to me something that will forever change the world. It was something that conceptually was only achieved through the pain because the invention stops pain. I ain't talking about Tylenol. I ain't talking about Advil. I ain't talking about any of those things where you get a headache. Nah, nah. I'm talking about your soul. I'm talking about your spirit. Talking about your motherfucking being. How can we protect that? Hmm? Where's the protection for the soul? I often ask <clears throat> um, intimate companions, you know, this sexual question, which is, you know, oftentimes a person may say, um, they had a, a a nice time sexually via masturbation, and I'll say, okay, did your soul get in on it? Hey, huh? Did your soul get in on it? Like when you pleased yourself. Did your soul join the party? Like, when it was all over, did you feel like your soul got theirs too? The soul is so very important. Not from a religious standpoint, not from a spiritual standpoint, but from an actual scientific standpoint, from an actual logical standpoint, from an actual... A uh, source of energy standpoint. Call it what you want. Call it Shaba Baba Bing Bang. But it's in there. And it's carrying you along. It's powering the vehicle you know as the body. So in that, that seems like the very essence of who we are, what we are, so we need to protect it. I know I want to protect mine. 
So in this, I will be building awareness towards what the product is and what the brand is. Hopefully, sooner rather than later, because the product is is damn near superhuman. I will say it is superhuman because once it is put together, wow, wow, wow. Um, there are a few of those who are aware of it. If you was to ask them how they feel about it, it's going to change the world forever, is what I could say. On that journey to creating that, these car chronicles will document each step. The trials, the tribulations, the failures, the successes, the parties, the weddings, the funerals, the babies. Because once this product is released, You will never look at life the same again. This I can promise you. This is my Fleming Scientist, Car Chronicles, Episode 1. Thank you. Car Chronicles, Episode 2. I don't really like scripts. I don't really like uh, thinking about what you're going to say. Uh, I just kind of like the freestyle as they say I'm not a motivational speaker or anything like that so I don't plan out what I'm going to say I feel like by doing it the way I'm doing it it's more authentic and genuine so Car Chronicles episode 2 let's go for it I don't know. I ain't got no noises and special effects yet. But they will be coming soon. Okay, so today, what I'm going to be talking about is going for yours. Going for yours. Because going for yours is just what it sounds like. You are are going for yours. You ain't going for nobody else's. And you don't expect anybody else to go for yours. Think about it like this. Are you going for anybody else's dream? That would seem kind of strange if you was going for somebody else's dream. Um, Even when that's the case, Parents try to live vicariously through the kids. It never really works. Never really works. Somebody, usually the kid, usually the person I'm referring to ends up unhappy because they couldn't live their dream. So, question, what is your dream? What is it? Do you want to be a barber? 
Do you want to uh, give the water, clean food? You know, for me, I'll talk a little bit about me. Of course, I'm living in a car. Um, My purpose in life, I feel like it's pretty simple. And I feel like most people fall under this category right here. Make the world a better place. That, That simple. Make the world... A better place. You can say it sound corny, lame. It's the truth. Make the world a better place. When you came, however the world was when you was born, it should be a little bit better when you fall off into the grave. When this body falls into the grave, you it should be look back like. This, this world was better for your arrival. But what can you do to get that? What is it? What, a, what is the link between you and that? What is the link? Well, if you ever saw The Matrix, you know what the link is. The link is purpose. 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 Really purpose. People... Uh, take purpose and use it and flip it and turn it into something that's just ah. I remember uh, I'm going to say I would remember living with somebody which I hate now because uh, that's why I actually live in a car I hate living with people. Um, but I was living with these particular people. And we all were around the same age. And they had kids. I didn't. We all were receiving food stamps at the time. They were getting a little more. They had kids. So they would get stuff. And then if I was interested in eating it or inquired about eating it, they would say, ah, that's for the kids. No, you can't eat that. That's for the kids. But what I do when I get my food stamps, I would buy stuff for me and the kids. I never told anybody, hey, no, that's for the kids. See how purpose is twisted? Now, even though they told me that was for the kids, do you think it stopped them from eating it? Hell no. Um, now, the thing that really uh, threw me off about it was that when I got mad, I would always buy stuff for me and the kids. Always. Every single time. Like, I would go to the store with the kids in my mind more than what I wanted. And I would never tell it, hey, that's for the kids. That's for the kids. Because guess what? 
if it's for the kids, then I would make sure that it would encompass everybody else as well. I'm not going to buy something just for kids only. Why would I do that? They don't have any jobs. They don't have any 401ks. No disrespect to kids. But at a particular point, you can consider them what? Leeches. Little yous who are just leeching and latching on that you're taking care of. They're not putting in on nothing. I love kids. I babysat kids for almost two years of my life. Purpose. Um, purpose. Purpose is so strong. I was babysitting kids. I was in a very bad situation, babysitting kids. People kept telling me, get out of the situation, get out of the situation. But the purpose of me watching the kids would not let me go. The purpose of, I need to be here to make sure that these kids are okay. Somebody really close to me, man, said, fuck them kids. They not yours. I said, man, I can't say fuck them kids. But now guess what I say? Fuck them kids. Not in the sense of fuck them as individuals. But fuck them in the sense of they... Nothing will stop me. I don't give a fuck what it is. Nothing will stop me from doing what it is that I was put here on this earth to do. I don't care if it's babysitting. I don't care if it's uh, feeding the old president uh, vegetables. I don't give a fuck what it is. Don't let nothing stop you. Don't let nothing stop you. Anybody around you inadvertently stopping you, get them out of your life immediately. Please, I'm begging you, get them out of there. Because you'll start living your life based on what they believe. You'll start living life based on how people limit you. I don't know. I've done it. I've been in it. That's why I'm talking about it. I've gone through it. As recently as this year. <laughs> where. Now. Now. Now tell me this. Say somebody asks you. Hey. How smart do you think you are? And you say, huh? I think I'm probably the smartest person in the family. And the person in the family looks at you and goes, How dare you say that? Who do you think you are? To come in here and say that you're probably the smartest. You're dumb. You're ignorant. You're stupid. You don't have what it takes. If you did, you wouldn't be where you are. Oh. 
thanks for the support. Thanks for the motivation, right? Thanks for the encouraging words, so to speak. And then, not only do they do that, they spread throughout the family that you are so arrogant that you will say you're smarter than the whole family. You're that arrogant. This is the the context of which they're going to put it in. It's going to drive you crazy. It probably already drove you crazy. Context can drive a person crazy because somebody take what you say and just change their intentions. That's why intentions are so important. They just change their intent. That's all they got to do. And they mind, they going to change their intent in the mind. They ain't even going to, they're not even going to have to worry about what to say. I just say it. Because in their mind, the intention that they're going to try to convey, automatically, they're going to have to use certain words. Unconsciously. You understand? Call Carnival. Open up this door. Uh, so, they're going to look at you and say, you're not that good. You're think you were all that. <laughs> right? Who are you to want to go for your dreams? Who are you to believe in yourself? Who am I? I'm, I'm kind of like a, 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 a robot slash human, like kind of like malfunctioning as I'm hearing it. I'm like, huh? Like, I'm, I'm in shock. I'm in shock. I had another person call me and say, wow. Yeah, I heard what you said. I was like, what I say? <laughs> I ain't know what was about to happen. I, I said a lot of wild stuff in my life. So if somebody calls me and says, yeah, I heard what you said, I really don't know what they're about to come with. I was damn sure I was not expecting them to say anything about that. And before they told me what I said, they did a chuckle. They were like, I heard what you said. <laughs> and I was like, uh, okay, what I say? That you the smartest in the family? I said, oh, right there. That's not what I said. If you, I'm like, I'm thinking in my mind, if a person is going to say what I said, please say what I said. I said, I'm probably the smartest in the family. Listen to the words. I'm probably, probably is not absolute. I'm not saying it's 100% side sealed and delivered that I'm the smartest. What I'm saying is if there's anybody out there that feels like they are intellectually as smart as me, then that's good for them. If they tell me, hey, I think I'm smarter than you, I ain't, I ain't about to go off. They be like, man, I heard what you said, but I think I'm a little bit smarter than you. Because this, 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 and this. 
Now it's up to me to go. Hmm. All right. I can see your point. Or, all right. Let me learn something from you. That's how I'm looking at it. If somebody was to come to me, okay, what can I learn from you? What you got good? What new, weird, strange information do you have for me? Because I don't want you to tell me something I already know. That's stupid. Hey, man, you need to get you a job. Oh, my God. Hey, man, you need to go to school. Oh, my God. Yeah, man, you need... Look, you telling me stuff I already know. That if done, certain results will come about. Obviously, I don't find it worthwhile. Obviously, I don't find it worthwhile. And purpose in life, it must be worthwhile because it's going to be hard. It's just like it's hard to go to work. Every now and then when you go into work, don't you just want to drive right on past that motherfucker? People, y'all remember? I remember. And I could have snapped. I mean, I and I would have been well within my rights to snap at this person at work. I come in in the morning time. It's morning time. We all know how we feel in the morning going to work. So, it's morning time. I'm standing there with a customer, explaining a few things to him. One of the employees that thinks they're a manager, you know those type. They think, hey, squirrel. They think that they the manager. You not no motherfucking manager. So, this person walks past me. And I'm like, I'm not going to say nothing to him. I already don't want to say nothing. But they initiate contact. Hello, Michael. Something that. Hello, Michael. I say, hello, good morning. You know, this motherfucker told me, it's, you know what I said? Oh, okay. I know, yeah, this motherfucker. What do I say? Hello, Michael. I say, good morning. You know, I'm trying to be good employee here. Ah, that doesn't even sound good. I hate saying that. But I was trying to be a good employee and say good morning to you. I didn't want to say anything to you. But you initiated it, so I'm going to say good morning, right? You know what this motherfucker said to me? It's not morning, it's afternoon. Once again, I'm in the mode of trying to do the the right thing. I'm in the mode of trying to be the uh, the best person. I'm in the mode of trying to be positive. I'm saying good morning. And their response was, "It's not morning yet." I mean, it's not. What is what is what they say? 
I said good morning, and they said it's afternoon. Like it was some type of energy that they got their rocks off by saying it. They really got their rocks off. And that's going to be a whole lot of people out there in the world that get their rocks off by stopping your positive movement forward. Now, this is the crazy thing about her saying it's afternoon. Me and the customer did this. Looked at our watch. That's what time it was. You guessed it, 1159. 11.59, man. Now I could've I could have looked at that lady and said, excuse me, it is still morning because it's eleven fifty-nine. I ain't had nothing to prove. That's like you ain't got nothing to prove. Anybody out there telling you you're not good enough? You think you this, you think you that. Who are you to go for your dreams? You're not better than me. Who the fuck do you think you are? This is this is how it really sounds. This is how it really feels. When people who you thought was your support. Ah, that's not good enough. Let's say, let's say that what you're doing isn't good enough. Let's just say that hypothetically, that what you're doing not good enough. It's not up to par. Would you be catapulted into being up to par through somebody saying, man, this is a, a waste of time? Whatever you're doing, you ain't doing it right. Or, okay, I see what you're trying to do here. You got a few things working for you. You know, just put a little more time into it. You'll get there. Now you feel like you're close. Now you feel like you're close. And when you feel like you're close, your body just starts to press forward. Like, ah, we almost there. Come on, baby. I'll prove it to you. I'ma end it. Car Chronicles episode two with this message on how the brain can take you to where you wanna go with your dreams. And how it seeming closer can help. All you gotta do is create the atmosphere that whatever it is you want is close. So many times it seems far away, right? If my dream is far away, how can mm, how can it seem close? I don't have this. I don't have that. I don't have that. I don't have none of these things that I need for me to actually be close. Well, I can tell you how you can be close with none of the shit that you have in your mind. You got to be close in your mind before you're close anywhere else. And I'll tell you how this works. Me, I used to do a lot of road trips, so to speak. Going down to visit family, 
in the South. Most people have, you know, went on at least one family field trip. Or some type of long drive. Now, when you're on that long drive, all of a sudden you got to go to the bathroom. You be like, oh, out of nowhere. Oh, I got to go to the bathroom. Right? Your stomach is bubbling. It's bubbly. Right? Now, you know it's not a bathroom for a good ways. You know the only way that you're going to make it is if what? Is if you don't think about it. So you start thinking about other stuff. You start singing. The wheels on the bus go round and round. You turn the radio on. You start talking. You're trying to do everything you can to take your mind off of it. Does that sound familiar? You're trying to take your mind off it. Does that sound familiar? TV, radio, bullshit, Facebook, Instagram, the whole nine yards. You're trying to take your mind. What are you trying to take your mind off of? What is it that you don't want to face? What is it that you're running from? It's your dream. Now, we're going to finish. You got to go to the bathroom. It's bubbling. You don't want to think about it. Because if you think about it, then it's going to happen. Right? Think about the power of the mind. I'm trying to I'm trying to show the power of the mind. If you think about it, you liable to shit on yourself. This is how powerful the mind is. You can hold it in long as you ain't thinking about it. Now let's just wait till the end and and listen to the kicker at the end here. Okay, you're not thinking about it, you're driving, you're driving. You see that. Heavenly gas station sign, brothers room, you pull over. Kids, fuck them kids. You gotta use the bathroom, right? You go in. Hey, like, now it's almost as if you don't even have to go to the bathroom. But physically, psychologically, you know, I got something, let me, let me get it out, right? You're moving. It's it's bubbling, but it ain't as bubbly. You go get the key from the attendant. You go in the bathroom. Here's the kicker. As soon as you see that motherfucking toilet, you can't hold the doo-doo no more. It just starts to slide out. Next thing you know, you hobbling over to the toilet. Oh, you got there just in time, right? How did you seeing the toilet trigger the actual physical movement of something in your stomach? Because you was holding it in, not thinking about it. Now that you have seen the toilet, it's real. 
You can't you can't not think about it now. You can see it. You can smell it. You can taste it. You can feel it. It's there. Why is it there? It's there for you to use the bathroom psychologically. You see it. You know what it is. Do it. Go for your dreams. Use that same technique. That same technique. Identify your dream. And think about it. Once again, we know thinking about it does what? Makes it real. Put the Instagram down. Put the Facebook down. Put the this down. Put the that down. Put the Xbox down. Put the PlayStation down. Just for a little while. Just as a gesture to the universe that you care about your dreams. Just as a gesture. This is Mike Fleming, the scientist, signing out. Car Chronicles, episode two. Go for your dreams. I'm going for mine. As one last note, I'm working on getting a patent. Um, if this, if your dream involves any type of invention, get the patent. Don't tell nobody what it is. Just go ahead and get your patent and then pitch your idea. Without a patent, um, you don't have no invention. You don't have anything. You're just a person who's going to make another person millions, maybe billions. Um, Without the patent, they don't need you. And the next episode, I'm going to be talking about business. Right now, I feel like it was important to touch on the dream aspect. And then we can get on how to execute. Um, Thank you for listening. Carl Chronicles signing up.